Before starting this episode, I'd like to talk about a few things that relate to the first episode, and then I will continue with Pixie's story. Thank you so much for the kind words and support that I've received since releasing the first episode. It has been overwhelming, but in a good way, and it means so much to me. I started this podcast to start a conversation surrounding premature babies and baby loss that I felt was happening behind closed doors or being whispered. I want people to talk openly about it or give them the motivation to do it when they feel ready. It's not easy to talk, trust me, but I am now and I want to share my story and my children's story in the hope that it does some good. I also started this podcast as it's therapeutic, apart from the editing and the uploading, that part is a massive pain in my ass. Seriously, it took me like two hours to upload that first episode. And if I was to release all, release all the outtakes, it would just be constant fucks and shits and bastards, but maybe one day. However, with all said and done, it's having a calming and positive effect on me. I, I don't know why the songs won't play on Anchor. Sorry, I don't know why the songs will play on Anchor and not Spotify. So if you listen to, if you want to listen to the bit of the song I mentioned, check it out on Anchor. But I am going to be putting together a playlist on Spotify where, where all the songs mentioned will be at. Finally, I'd like to talk about Into the Mystic by Van Morrison, which I mentioned in the last episode. This song came into my life while we were selecting songs for Pixie's funeral. I had never heard of the song before that. I was aware of Van Morrison, but I didn't know many of his tunes or albums bar the obvious ones. However... This song means so much to me now, despite still being a painful listen because it played a significant role in Pixie's funeral. We spent hours upon hours scrolling through songs because we wanted to get it right and let the songs articulate the words that we were unable to speak. Into the Mystic did that, and it also has a beautiful Celtic vibe which resonates with me deeply given my own heritage. We were born before the wind, also younger than the sun. Ere the bonny boat was won, as we sailed into the mystic. Hark now, hear the sailors cry, smell the sea and feel the sky. Let your soul and spirit fly into the mystic. And when that fog horn, fog horn blows, I will be coming home. Long before Ivan Pixie and meeting Stacy, Sheffield was a city that I had a lot of admiration for and wanted to be a part of. One of my favourite bands, Art and Monkeys, originates from there. My brother had gone to uni there, and that was also my plan. However, life makes other plans. My dad, who had driven my brother to Sheffield from North Wales countless of times, 
cut lost while taking me there for an open day. I remember the day vividly because it reminded me of a scene from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but with less drugs and more hysteria. We were somewhere around Burnley, on the edge of the motorway, when my dad's head started to look like a tomato. After that, I gave up on Sheffield and put it to the back of my mind. I went to Staffs Uni instead and met Stacy. I do believe it was kismet, even if it pains me to say that, because it's fucked up and painful that me and Sheffield are now intertwined because of tragedy. Yet, that trip started a chain of events which eventually would lead me to Stacy, and then to Pixie, and then to Sunny. I can't argue with that, and I'm extremely fortunate to have met all three of them, even if my time with Pixie was brief. I'm still lucky to have had her. Our time at the Niku in Sheffield was a hurricane of emotion. It was hard not to be swept away by it. I did my best to stay grounded, but I, I constantly felt as if I was floating on air, trying my best to make sense of the situation and grasp onto normality. However, the situation we were in wasn't normal and it was massively unprecedented for, for us. My beautiful daughter had been way before she was due and now was fighting for her life to stay here with us. How can you comprehend that? You just can't, unless you've been through it before, but still, it, it's just as terrifying. Doctors and nurses would talk to us hourly about what they were doing, how she was doing, and what the next few hours would look like for her. But nothing would really stick. I was lost within the wires that would wrap around her tiny toes like vines and then brush over her delicate body, finally ending near her beautiful face. I was lost looking at her, hoping that she would pull through, gradually put on weight, take to her medication and make a full recovery. I was lost imagine her, imagining her growing up beside me into a funny, charming, bright, gorgeous little girl. Tragically, that didn't happen. Pixie's first day actually went really well, all things considered, and she seemed to be on the right route. However, between the second and third day, she deteriorated rapidly and got weaker and got weaker and weaker. She developed neck and her tiny body couldn't cope with it. The day before she passed away, we were told to expect the worst. They didn't think she'd make the night. We were told about the we were told about a possible operation, but the doctors didn't think it was a good idea because her chances of survival were slim. And the idea of moving her from her incubator was both dangerous and life-threatening. Ultimately, it was up to us to make the decision. And we decided that we didn't want to put her through that and cause her more pain given the situation. So we said no to the operation. We instead waited to see how the night would go. Pixie made it through the night, but we were told that she was still in a lot of pain and it was getting harder and harder for her to breathe unassisted. We were, taught, we were given the choice to keep the machines on and let her slip away over time, or we could turn the machines off, take the wires from her body, and let her spend the last few moments with her parents, 
in our arms as she passed away into the mystic. We went for the latter. I'd like to end the episode there and finish with a tune um, by Artie Monkeys called Despair in the Departure Lounge. That's how I've got the title from this episode, by the way. I, I took it from there because I feel this song has a lot of an emotion behind it um, and a lot of longing behind it. And I, I can't really articulate the connection between the song and this episode, but if you listen to it, I think, I think it makes sense. Um, but yeah, just let listen to the song and, and it'll, I think hopefully it'll click. Um, you can follow me at premature.dad on Instagram, by the way. Uh, that's at premature.dad. Um, if you want to message me about anything, you want to talk to me, I'm, I'm happy to speak to anybody and I've got time for anybody um, that wants to talk to me. Thank you again for listening. Um, honestly, it means so much to me. Um, stay safe and remember that there is light at the end of the feeding tube. Thank you.